This is Beetle, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. Hello. What's up, everybody? Hope you enjoyed the last one. And uh, welcome to the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. Of course, I am your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen. And with me, once again, I think this is your 24th episode, dude. Some, uh, no, I think I'm at like 30 now. Just about, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's crazy. I'm going to have to recount, but <clears throat> Antonius, welcome, welcome. Yeah. You chose out a very interesting movie for us to do today. Yeah, I did. <laughs> a very interesting... And I, <clears throat> I never seen it or heard of it. Oh, that's awesome. So it was it was a cool breath of fresh air to actually watch something new. Kind of like the the last one I liked that I went in blind was uh, Butt Boy and before that, Cobretti. Um, normally when people suggest movies or if something's like buzzing on the internet, I go watch it and I'm like, I'm really not impressed. Mm. Maybe it's because the hype fucks it up. I'm right. not sure. Anyway, real quick though. Caps and Cork, located at 21 Ranchos. You're just trying to see how much I fuck up, aren't you? (laughs) Located at 21 Ranchos Square in Vallejo, California. Let's say that you're from Napa and you're just, you know, kind of tired of wine. Just make the drive down Highway 29 and then go to Caps and Cork and get yourself a nice microbrew that you cannot find anywhere. They even have a couple of wine selections you can't find anywhere. Let's say you're in Vallejo and you're sick of fentanyl and Bud Light for obvious reasons (laughs) because they're one and the same. They're just killers. Come to Caps and Cork. Also, remember, if you want a good musical podcast that goes along with our intro, look up Pod is Killing Me. They're awesome. They're Patreons in the show. I look forward to their episodes every uh, week. If you like um, music in the 90s, especially type of negative, boom, that's the place to go. And also at the Patreon, patreon.com slash knifepartypod. For only $1, you two can join the party, pal. And I'd buy that for a dollar. You get episodes early and often. Now, they still have my live reads, but eventually when there are commerciales, you won't get those. And also, I have specials up there. Like, for instance, did you know we did Adventures in Babysitting? But I had to post it up there because I was too intoxicated. (laughs) And I think we're going to do another special on there. Um, God, what movie was it? Fuck. Oh, I had it written down, too. It's one of those things where you're half asleep. You're like, that's a good idea, and I know that movie by heart. Oh, okay. Yeah, so anyway. um, Yeah, this movie's uh, pretty crazy. Why don't you introduce it? Uh, so this movie is called My Best Friend is a Vampire. Mm-hmm. It's from the uh, mid-80s. 88. 88. Okay, late 80s. And uh, it's pretty awesome. It's not very well known. It's definitely a cult movie. Uh-huh. Um, and you can't find much about it on the internet whatsoever. You cannot, yeah. I don't even know how much it boxed office. Oh, right? I have no idea. Oh, by the way, uh, as an indentum, um the Dream Warriors boxed off, uh, box office at uh, 44.1 million, just to say. Nice. You know. Okay. Um, this, I there's not even an IMDb, or sorry, Rotten Tomatoes for. There's not. There has t- There is two Rotten Tomatoes. That's it. Uh, reviews. And that doesn't count enough to have like a percentile. Oh, okay. So besides um, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, this, George Clooney's masterpiece, by the way, mm. um, <laughs> this movie is the... Actually, no. Also, Scream Baby Scream, the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, this is 
like one of those three that has zero rating on it. And you can't find like what the box office was or anything. Like that. Oh, that is just awesome. When I saw this movie, I was like, was this a straight to video? Because I don't even remember advertisements for this or trailers for this. Well, I mean, we were quite young when it originally came out. Still, I was watching movies in 88 big time. Like I was a huge movie kid, like growing okay. up. I even remember the first movie I saw was Little Mermaid. And I think that's why I'm attracted to redheads. <laughs> because I'm like, those seashells are knocking. Do you know why Ariel wears seashells? <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure it's a Disney movie, and they can't go all natural. No, a a shells wouldn't win. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. I know. <laughs> all right. So, um, did you know? This is the fun fact I have. So, it has 60% IMDb because it has 10 votes and only six. Uh, okay. So that's as close as you're going to get. Yeah. And it was also based on a true story. No, it wasn't. Did you rewatch this film? I don't need to rewatch this film. In the beginning, it film. says, based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, they can put whatever they want. <laughs> well, they did the same thing in Return of the Living Dead, remember? That's and that, true. And that yeah, came out yeah. the year before, so maybe they were fans. They had to have been, right? They you... most likely were, yeah. All right, well, I guess this, let's get into this, because I don't know what to say about this movie. I, I didn't even find a trailer that was usable. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, uh, it came from the 80s. Okay, so I have written down here, based on a dream story, this works perfectly because this is a dream sequence, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, you know, the kid is introducing himself. Uh, his name is Jeremy, and um, he is in a chair, and he's playing a tuba. And you know, the funny thing about it is he doesn't know how to play a musical instrument, which he states. Yeah. And he goes, but yet I'm playing a fucking tuba. Now, I think if I press this button. Hello? I'm calling about the uh, Saturday Night Fever. Ow, you're shouting at me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just I have music very loud. Yeah. Well, can you turn it down a little, you silly ass? Sure, sure. Hold okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Yeah, we're talking dancing, right? Huh? You're going to dance your ass off, I hope, because we, we're casting like crazy. Wait. This is, was actually the casting for this. Are you psyched? Yes, I am. Watch me go. Watch this. I'm fucking crazy. Look at me. Let <laughs> me go. <laughs> Holy shit. Watch me go. Watch me spin. Watch. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Okay. Hold on. Okay, you see me go? Yeah. Is that great or what? That's all right, so what are you looking to do? You're going to dance like me, I hope. Of course. I'm going to tear it up, honey. I'm a diva. All right, well, that's, I'd like to hear that. Listen, first of all, we're casting for flat-chested tap-dancing freaks. <laughs> okay. Well, that would be a good band name. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, listen to this. <laughs> you hear that? You know what that is? No. That's a fucking tuba. <laughs> so, oh, shit. So I thought that was appropriate. So he's playing a tuba. Yep. I did all that prep just for that one part. <laughs> yeah. I knew you'd be in this mind state. So. Yeah, 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 it's awesome. So anyway, um, so he's being stared at by this cheerleader, right? Her name is Candy, and mm -hmm. she's hot for him. Uh, this is in the dream, right? Yeah. And then there's this girl named Darla who's the saxophone player, and apparently she's like a prodigy. She's really good, right? And now uh, 
Jeremy follows Darla. Now, he's even kind of insulting her. He's like, no dude at school wants her. Everyone wants candy. But the right. funny thing is I find Darla interesting, and I do not find candy interesting. Right. Kind of thing, you know? And um, she's dressed pretty cool, though. She's kind of dressed like a female sexy Egon. That's the only way I could describe <laughs> it. The only way I could describe it, right? She's got, like, kind of 80s punk her hair. It's kind of, like, red blonde. Mm-hmm. She's got, like, the round spectacles, you know, and she dresses kind of mod, like kind of like um, Molly Ringwald esque, yeah, if yeah. you will, kind of like more conservative than your average school kid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, um, let's see, uh, fucking tuba cheerleader, uh, Darla sax player. Okay, so Jeremy follows Darla in the girls' locker room because she like goes come here. She sends him a note or whatever, right? And then Nara appears. Sorry, I didn't mean to bl- blast your mic. So Nora appears, right? And Nora is this girl that we see now. This is how I found out her name was Nora. I actually press X-ray, you know, on PlayStation. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. On PlayStation, you press X, and you can actually see, like, who's in what shot. Yeah. And um, so uh, she's like, make love to me. And he's like, you're moving kind of fast, right? And then uh, after that, like, you know, they start making out, mm-hmm. you know, and she, and he's like, but I'm already clean. I don't need a shower. He even says, <laughs> like, that's one of his lines. Right? And then, um, you know, so, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After this... Um, this, this is not good for him, right? Uh, because now all the cheerleaders like appear. And yeah. They, they grab him and they pu- pull him out uh, of the locker room and they start pantsing him. You know why? Because of this. Girls, rip it around. <laughs> 20 cents off the next order of wasabi fries. You see, they fill the french fry up with wasabi <laughs> yeah, sauce. Yeah, we know, okay? We know. See what you mean, Carl. Uh, tonight you will get your dick ripped off. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> so that's what they try to do. They try to rip off his dick. <laughs> yes, they do. See how much prep I did for the show. <laughs> so, um, he wakes up, right? And he's like, "Whoa, I almost got my dick ripped off," you know. Yeah. But he didn't. Luckily, first thing he does is check. check his dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you? <laughs> so now it's the breakfast with the dad scene. Okay. So um, he's like, I haven't even seen dad in like 10 years because he's always got the newspaper up. Right. You know, that's like our introduction. I actually thought this scene was very funny. And I'm like, okay, you got me. This is a good movie. <laughs> like, you know, this is this is pretty cool. Um, you know what? I got a very vibe from this because then his best friend comes over. Ralph, yeah. And then uh, uh, he, you know, he's eating his breakfast. Of course, his best friend, totally 80s style, like grabs a, uh, a piece of bacon. He's like, hey, what's up, Miss Jeremy? You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's it's that very scene. And then he asks if there's any speed traps. And this is kind of like the, oh, you, like the lovable, like, friend. Oh, it's super 80s. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. It's, it's like, where's this? Ooh, turn that up. <laughs> no, I did that on accident, dude. Uh, he's like, where's the speed bumps, Mrs. H or something like, or uh, speed traps. Mrs. C, yeah. Yeah, or Mrs. C. And uh, uh, she actually knows them. Well, she's listening. She has a police scanner, scanner on, yeah. Yeah, and that's like what they listen to instead of the radio. Yeah, and the other funny thing about this is, uh, um, this is foreshadowing. Yeah. It will come into play yep, later, yep. which is uh, neat. So uh, then they get in the car. Now, this is like an old, what, what would you say, like a VW Rabbit or something? Something it's like that. So, yeah, yeah. But it's like way faster. This dude drives the shit out of this car. Like, he's just Oh, like, he's jamming it, bro. Yeah, he's like passing people up. He's being a dick. He's not using his turn signal. And um, this is when I got this, this right during the breakfast scene into this scene, I got a very uh, Ferris Bueller vibe yeah. from this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, this movie knows it's cool. 
Or it pretends it's cool till it becomes cool. <laughs> like it fixes it till it makes it. Yeah. It really does. Because at first you're like, okay, you know, teenage fantasy. I'm th I'm getting an American Pie vibe kind of thing okay. from it, you know. But then when it had the car and like the what's up, Mrs. C, and that part, I'm like, okay, this is very like more cool than that. It's yeah. self-aware. It knows it's a low-budget kid rom-com with kind of a gothic twist. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, so now uh, you know they're they're. Uh, so Jeremy goes to work right after school because mm -hmm. the school scene is pointless. It's just his uh, friend Ralph, and he's like, "So would you fuck her? Would you fuck her? Would you fuck her?" You know? <laughs> um, he says the doing it instead, but you know what I meant. Yeah. And then we see Darla's with her friend, and it's the same shit is happening. Yeah, you know. And then uh, she goes, "Well, I don't know about you know Jeremy." And then she goes, "And then yes to Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise has to be mentioned. It is the '80s after all." <laughs> now it's like Keanu Reeves has to be mentioned in every movie yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, except for marvel universe because that just wouldn't make sense with anything uh so he's like a grocery delivery boy mm -hmm. right and uh um at after school and they got this new customer he's complaining that he only delivers to geriatrics and they yeah. can tell by they have aspirin and depends and stuff inside <laughs> their you know inside their um uh uh their, their basket yeah, yeah their orders and it's like oh it's a new one uh, it's at the blah 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 mansion he's like someone lives there so anyway, um, he go and he goes, oh, and there's no like products of old people, so I'm gonna go on in. So he goes in, and um, you know this cat, this beautiful black cat, mm -hmm. is, is sitting there, and he goes to pet it, and it scratches him, and he's like, hello, groceries. And then Nora walks in, she goes, oh, but we don't know her name is Nora yet because yeah. she calls the cat Nora. Right. So she goes, yeah, uh, Nora, you know, I'm sorry about that. And then she goes to like kiss it better. She goes, like, that's what my mom would do. And then she gives it like told full on fellatio. Oh, 100%. It's yeah. hot. <laughs> I, I really, I really like that. I think it's very hot. Um, and then she's like, you know, I'm kind of a night owl. Why don't you come back later, like say midnight? Right. And you're like, dude, this, this, this is this happening. Another, is this a dream sequence? Right. <clears throat> Let's see. How did I get back to the Dream Warriors? Can you filibuster where I go back to my page? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I got it. I'm here. You got it? So, oh, okay. And then, anyway, so um, after this, like, you know, he's telling Ralph this is, like, the next day of school. And he's like, you got to go, man. Da -da -da. And then he gives him a ride after school. And he's, yep. he's dressed up in a tux. And he goes, how do I look? And Ralph goes, like a vacuum repair salesman. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down the dumb quotes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So um, anyway, now we also see uh, Professor McCarthy. McCarthy. Mm -hmm. uh, he's our uh, antagonist, I guess you could say. Right. And he's like looking on uh, through some binoculars, right? With and his dopey sidekick. I didn't even bother to write down his fucking name. I hated him <laughs> that much, dude. It took it's, me- uh, Winthorpe. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he's the lamest. <laughs> like, he's supposed to be comic relief, but he's just so blundering. Oh, he's classic 80s. Yeah, blunderer, very cheesy, but he's kind of awesome. Yeah, so anyway. So the uh, cat leads him upstairs, right? And then mm -hmm. you see, um, you know, Nora's up there in, like, launch straight up hella hot laundry. Yes. Yeah. And uh, she's just like, let's, you know, let's get in bed and... Let's go. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And I mean, it would be hard if he say no, dude. That's, <laughs> especially at that age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So um, anyway, she starts to like bite him, you know, and, and then the professor, like a cockbuckler, a cockbuckler. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a real term. <laughs> that should be a real term, though. 
Anyway, um, you know, breaks in the mansion and like, and you know, Jeremy escapes and we don't know what happens. And then the professor blows up the fucking mansion. And then Jeremy is awoken at night to like wolves, or at least they sound like wolves, but they're just dogs. So he gets out his slingshot and fires one at him, right? And then um, he sees this dude out the side of his window, Mm -hmm. like for a split second. Kind of like a Michael Myers standing across the street. Did you ever see Seven Psychopaths? No. Um, You know what? We just, you know what? Fuck it. We just did Dream Warriors, kind of like The Nun. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of close to it, right? So anyway. he sees at breakfast, he wants to call in sick. He's not feeling very good, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then um, on the back of his dad's paper, it says, like, mansion burned down. He's like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah. So just before this, though, his friend was like, hey, are you coming to school? And he's like, no, I'm staying behind. I feel bad. Um, but I don't So I think he rides his bike or something, but he, he just rides appeared. rides the bus. Oh, he rides the bus. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so he rides the bus over. And uh, goes and sees that it's all uh, blown up and shit, you know, and it's it's no good. So uh, let's see what else. Uh, meanwhile, the professor is making wooden stakes and crossbows. Yep. And, of course, the goofy assistant dude, uh, the Kramer, if you will. Right. He's, like, really bad. And then uh, the professor predicts that 1990, 50% of or all of North America will be infet- infected with vampirism. Right. And then by... Uh, the year 2000, everyone will be infected by Right, it, right. Which I'm like, dude, <laughs> we just got retarded. <laughs> it's a little bit different. And I mean that in the nicest way. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, Jeremy and Ralph, right, they discussed the situation over school. Like, how? what about if, like, the cops look into it? They know we were there. Right, right. You know, even though there's a creepy green van, uh, uh, gray van there. Um, and then, anyway, the professor follows them. And uh, at the school, yep. and then we have our high speed chase, and this speed is a pretty good speed chase. It was it was awesome because they're at school. This is when schools still had driver's ed. Yes, so they're actually like practicing driver's ed. Yeah, driver's ed has a little when siren the band thing. shows up and does the car chase. Mm-hmm. Now uh, this car chase, the car chase ends when uh, they see some motorcycle cops. Yeah, and they like hit the brakes, and then the ke- van keeps going. This is where the speed trap comes in. Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, I told you, foreshadowing. Uh, so now, like at home, is uh, Jerry making a pro? Okay, oh, dude, I cannot. I will throw up. You do this part. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. I almost threw up when I watched this. So, uh, he doesn't know what's happening to him yet. He doesn't realize that he's becoming a vampire, and of course, he has a thirst, and he just can't quench it. And so he's trying to make a, a protein shake. And he's got, like, eggs and protein powder and all the normal kind of stuff. His dad comes and talks to him for a second. About candy calling. Yeah, yeah, about candy. And basically, his dad's being kind of creepy. Like, he kind of wants to hit it sort of thing. Yeah, he's like, with a with a name like Candy, she's got to be good. Yeah. He says, like, something just <laughs> like to that effect. Yeah, it's super creepy. Uh, but then the dad leaves, and Jeremy's looking for more stuff to put into the shake. And he comes across, I believe it's a liver. No, it's not. It's a fucking top sirloin. And a Is it big a sirloin? One to, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he's he's like looking at it. The thirst is kind of taken over. He opens it up and and he squeezes it into the blood. And then he says, the "Fucking just throws then, it in there." Yeah, he just throws it in. And then he he blends it, and his dad drinks it. That's the part that got me. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, dude, no, no, I don't like that. It's, no movie. It's super gross. Bad movie. But it's it's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, um. The next morning, 
I know, I, I know, like, I'm probably, uh, no, I'm not. Okay, I thought I was skipping some. <laughs> the creepy old dude is in his room. Yeah. Yeah, and his name is Modoc, mm-hmm. and he's like, Modoc, at your service. And Modoc wa- uh, warns him that he's now a vampire, hence the dogs, and him getting gray and not being hungry. And then mom comes in and turn he, you know, turns on a radio to to make it seem like he was talking. Right. Know? She's like, who are you talking to? And Modoc is gone, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, now later, uh, the next morning, Modoc spells out shit like you know, he's he's like this is what's going down, right? So then Jeremy is off to school. Modoc uh, uh, shows him pictures um, of the professor, and Jeremy gets in his car, and Modoc explains the rules of this vampire movie, right? And gives him uh, the vampire manual. Yes, and it's like a spell book and also instructions on right. how to be a vampire. And um, on top of this, uh, he tells him that he's what they call a living vampire. Yeah, they distinguish different types of vampires in this movie. So, like, living vampires can walk around at daytime. Mm-hmm. They're not as powerful, but they can't kill anything or else they'll become a night vampire. Right. So a night vampire can only be at night, and uh, um, and uh, uh, they have to eat, like, you know, people or something. Right. So, yeah, you have your living vampires and your night vampires. Mm-hmm. Um but they don't. You don't even see a night vampire no, in this movie. No, they just are trying to give it some Lost Boys rules. Now, remember, Lost Boys came out like the year or two years before this. Yeah, I think the year before this actually. I think that was eighty-seven. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So um, after this, uh, Darla is playing her sax right, and um, he asks her out. Yep. Oh, you know, and he's like, hey, can we meet up? And she's like, okay, I guess. And she's like, when? He goes, I don't know, tonight at seven? She goes, tonight? And he goes, I'm spontaneous. So uh, Jeremy gets ready. You know, he gets out of the shower. He goes to shave, but his reflection in the mirror is not there. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, God damn it, everything breaks in this house. Now, the funny thing is, mirrors don't break. No, it's not possible. No. It can't even get ripped off. So <laughs> then he goes into his other, uh, his wardrobe mirror. And again, like, there is no reflection. Yep. So, you know, he's like, I don't get this, you know, ready. And so, you know, he's shaving and uh, Der- uh, Jeremy goes over to Darla's place and the dad offers him a drink, which is pretty funny. He goes, mm-hmm. da- I'm, you know, he refuses. He goes, I'm I'm driving. And his dad's like, good idea, son. Good idea. Yeah. And then they make him take lots of pictures. As yeah. if she's never been on a date before. Now, side note, did you recognize the mom? I did, but I couldn't place her. Kathy Bates. No fucking way. Is yeah. it really? Kathy Bates is, is Darla's mom. That's hilarious, dude. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> God, that makes so much sense. Now that uh, now that I put two and two together, that was a young Kathy Bates, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was pre-Misery. Misery was like, what, 91? Uh, I think maybe 89 or 90. It might have been 91, though, in that general area. I think it was 90. But it was definitely after this movie. I think it came. Oh, yeah, it definitely was. And yeah. she looked a lot different, right? <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, then they finally leave and uh, they go out to like um, like a pizza place, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the pizza looks fucking fabulous. It does. Yeah. And he gets like the orders like the garbage pan, right? And uh, the garbage pan pizza has like everything on it, mm-hmm. uh, except for anchovies. And he tries to take a bite, but he just can't. Yeah. And he goes, "What's on this pizza? Maybe you're allergic to something." And it turns out garlic's on it. Yeah. So you know, obviously. And it's, it was kind of a neat thing they did when he tries to eat it. It's like the old school like Hollywood vampire thing where they hiss. Yeah, it and was he starts cool. Hissing every time he tries to take a bite of the pizza. Yeah, they call that Stragorian. 
Oh. That there's okay. actually a word for that. Nice. So if you use old school vampire rules, it's, it's Stregorian rules. Okay. So like for instance, 30 days of night follows Stregorian rules, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Twilight does not. Yes, okay. This half does. It, 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 I'd say like three quarters. <laughs> so anyway, um, and then he, they go to like Lover's Lane and he gets like the urge to bite her. So yep. he just like fucking tells her to get out of the car and drives off like yeah, an ass. Yeah. And it's weird because like her friend from school is there. Happens, yeah, she's in the next car making out with her boyfriend. Well, they'd make it like she's a slut and she's always making out Lover's Lane. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Yeah, I was thinking this too. How come he has access to all these motor vehicles? In this movie, he already has driven two vehicles. Yeah. And but he but he rides the bus. Well, I mean, he doesn't always have access. Where He's did he get this school. vehicle? I'm s I don't know. I, I'm guessing it's his parents' car, right? Because he had a date. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, um, did you notice when they're making out at exactly 45 minutes and 13 seconds, you hear a fart noise. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I did it. not notice Dude, that at all. I rewound it four times. You could hear uh. <laughs> someone farted on set, and it's right when he leans back from about to bite her. No, that's just the seats. No, that's just the dude, seats. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> I fact checked this. This is the one, the most uh, work I've ever done on this. I had it sent to a lab. They did, <laughs> they did audio splicing on this. That was a fart. Okay. All right. So there well you go. Well timed. 45 minutes and 13 seconds exactly. <laughs> so anyway, um, he gets all neck horny and leaves. And now Ralph is uh, uh, moves in on the professor's assistant uh, via a baseball with a baseball bat yeah, because they're following they're, like, him, stalking him outside of his house. So we find out later that they think he is the vampire because yep. of the car. So anyway, um, and then Jeremy, this is the weirdest thing, pulls into a believe it or not a whole foods yes yeah this was i, did I didn't not, even know it existed yeah, i didn't remember that from when i was a kid well because but... you probably didn't we didn't have a whole foods around here when you were a kid oh no, yeah because that was like a small chain at that, that was time. Yeah. i mean now trader joe's and whole foods are like pretty big but back in the day at least around here you had your safeways your albertsons your food for less luckies. your costcos yeah, your yeah. luckies Rayleigh's, yeah, yeah. And uh, but there was no like hippie markets as I used to call them. Right now they're like essentials, but they used yeah. to be hippie markets. So anyway, um, let's see. Uh, then we have a cool montage scene of Jeremy and Modoc, kind of like, you know, he's training him up to, mm -hmm. you know, and now Jeremy looks really cool. He like dresses up. He dresses like I like the style they went with because he's got these '80s clothes that have a long collar, yeah. and he has the collar popped up like kind of like a vampire would. Right. And right. then he's got this really cool like blazer, which we're big in the time, but it's all black, and he's got like a red uh, a handkerchief in it, mm -hmm. and he really looks cool. Yeah. And then he's got some keds on, I think though, <laughs> and uh, it shows him and Modoc. He's learns, but so when he goes to the Whole Foods, he. He uh, orders all this meat, and then he goes, also pig's blood. And then the guy butcher goes, oh, first timer, huh? Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. <laughs> and so and this is why I like this movie. Just little things like this. It's kind of like why Adventures in Babysitting are, is so good, um, or like Killer Tomatoes is so good, or, or Bueller is so good. There's sometimes in a movie that is lacking of violence or awe. It's it's just good to have like a really good timed joke or yeah. action, mm -hmm. you know? So this movie kind of feels like a bunch of sketches that are just linked. 
Okay, I if, see if what you're that, saying. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, and he's he's like, uh, I must. Um, he's like, uh, well, you've learned all you can, right? And they open up. He's a mini fridge fridge full of uh, pig's blood, and he goes, yeah. "This blood's for you." <laughs> yeah, they make that joke. So anyway, then they he throws him the keys to his Mercedes, and or uh, what is it? Or is it BMW? BMW, uh, uh, his BMW. Right. And he goes, "You're gonna have to watch out for my car because uh, I'm gonna go take a nap for a century or something." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Where are you going?" He goes, "Well, I taught you everything I know." So Modoc leaves, and now his parents notice this that he's talking to the strange guy, and he throws him the keys to his car. I think the mom does. I think Kathy does. No, no, they. Uh, well, that's Darla's mom. Uh, what? No, 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 no. It's his. M- oh, you, okay. You might be right, but remember, they notice it. The parents notice it the next day. Yeah, yeah. So the he they don't see him get the keys, but uh, yeah, they know they see him driving away to school mm-hmm. in the new car, and they're like, "Where's where did he get that?" And he's been hanging out with a strange man, uh, and that's where they think that he might actually be gay. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah. That part's really weird, and I thought it, especially after. The Fallout episode. I hope people don't see a pattern because we're just mentioning what was written at the time, yeah, yeah. and what well, goes that, on in real wasn't life. Like a negative thing, yeah. Well, but it, it was like the, at that time they, that was like the hot issue. They had a negative thing too. Well, it's because the it was the AIDS and crack cocaine epidemic, right? Um, I think the reason why they put a negative spin on it is they thought the son was a prostitute. No, no. Like they just thought no, because like, he's like he's dressing nicer, and where is he getting this car from and the money for this clothes? Remember they mentioned that. Yeah, but I don't think they were thinking prostitute. Just like a he a had a sugar daddy. Yeah, sugar daddy. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he, yeah. he was, you know, sucking for you know, yeah. So, um, which obviously is not the case. But the, when they alluded to it, I'm like, well, this movie got very adult because this has got a PG uh, PG rating, not even PG thirteen. Right. Right. You know, um, I think it's because it doesn't have any cursing in it and it doesn't have any violence. Right. Even though it does Not have really, blood. But... No, it doesn't have violence at all. Yeah. It's ever the part where, do you remember the part? Rip it and run. <laughs> 20 cents off the What's next order fries? of wasabi fries. <laughs> you see, they fill the french fry up with wasabi yeah, sauce. Yeah, we know, okay? We know. See what you mean, Carl. <laughs> uh, tonight, you will get your dick ripped off. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? All right. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's the only violence we see in there. So where the hell are we? Uh, the Let's see. Jimmy Nelson, Ralph. Oh, yeah, Ralph gets attacked by, by the professor, right? Meanwhile, and, and they fucking... They shoot a goddamn crossbow bolt at him, <laughs> right? But then a car like blocks the shot, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, Jeremy comes out uh, after Ralph. Now uh, they are in like, wait, is this a high, high speed chase part? What happens next? I'm trying to think. Cause remember this is the first time I watched this. So I was writing while I was watching. Mm-hmm. So I have Jeremy comes out. Oh, Jeremy comes out to Ralph. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm a vampire. Check this out. Like the mirror trick and everything else. And, uh, uh, you know, and Jeremy's like, just be, basically being honest. And Ralph just believes him and is like, fuck this well, he, dude. Like, he freaks out at first and like puts on the scarf and like yeah. pulls out a crucifix. And then uh, Jeremy comes and flies by him like through his window. Right, right. And uh, is like, um, you know, let me in, dude. And it's the exact scene from Lost Boys almost. It is. Except yeah, for it's, it's not horrifying, it's more funny. Right. And uh, finally lets him in. He's like, you know, you're my pro, dude. We're bros. 
And he's like, so let prove it. Like, do you have any powers? And so they go out to a bar to get laid, right? And this was like the Terminator tech noir kind of scene. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, and then also the uh, uh, the professor is like, haven't you been reading your book? You have the powers of manipulation. Yeah. You know, so anyway, uh, well, I have Jeremy and Ralph go uh, to a diner, right? And this is the diner that they, they were at earlier on in the movie. This is where they always meet up. Right, right. You know, it's like their little spot. And... Um, the uh, the professor tries to kidnap Ralph. No, he does kidnap Ralph. He kidnaps Ralph. him. Yeah, yeah. And then Jump so on. they get in like a high uh, high speed chase, and Darla's in the car with Jeremy. Mm -hmm. And dude, this is another good chase scene. This movie it is, yeah. Like and and but the funny thing is when they wreck, the cops are like, "You okay, kid?" And like, "No DUI or whatever." You know, <laughs> he clearly is the one that caused it. And he's like, uh, "You know, my friend is." Um, my friend's being kidnapped. I'm a vampire, mm -hmm. and he's a vampire hunter. And then the cop goes, oh, no, another one. So I thought that this was funny because just like the butcher guy, I thought maybe there's like this conspiracy. Oh, yeah, like everybody knows. They just don't talk about exactly. it. Exactly. But they didn't do this. They go, oh, whatever, kid, and threw him in the back. And I'm like, oh, that was lame. They should have made it like like part of it. I thought that would have been cooler. Yeah. But Darla then boosts the cop car. Which is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's super Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And uh, so they come flying after it, right? And then what happens? Let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, the parents hear about it on the police camera. Right, right. Right? And then after that, right, um, we have like a chase scene. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Darla Rex and the cops are informed and, and uh, they even go, Code V, Code V, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, so anyway... Uh, Jeremy um, puts out an APB and he's like, hi, mom. Like, you know, I'm okay. Da, da, da. And <laughs> this of course, is my girlfriend. Darla. Yeah. And of course, so now we go to like the cemetery standoff and, yeah. you know, uh, the professor has the gun on him and, um, you know, he's like, uh, um, you know, this is loaded with silver bullets. It'll take you down. But mm -hmm. now MODOK appears. And Modoc is like. Well, no, they go oh, through like sorry. this whole uh, thing. So Jeremy busts in on the professor mm -hmm. uh, right as he's about to stake Ralph in the yeah. heart. Yeah, and they're yeah at the church, and it's yeah. like all sacrificial and like Undertaker and shit. Right, right. And so I forgot like, about that part. Jeremy starts going through like all the ways, like oh, like try garlic on Ralph. Or, yeah, try or, holy water. Yeah, try holy water, and like nothing works. And he goes, well, the steak will certainly work. And he goes, the steak will work on anybody, retard. <laughs> I think that's his actual line. Yeah. So, which is pretty funny. Then the chase scene happens. Right. And he's like, do you really think this is going to work during your murder case? And mm -hmm. he's like, you, and he blames it on the assistant. Like, you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so dumb. And then we have, uh, if I'm correct, now we have our cemetery stand. Right, right. Okay. Lead us through here because I was I was watching and writing and I just kind of have like the return of Nora comes in. Yeah, yeah. So the professor basically gets him cornered uh, and that's when Murdoch shows up and starts talking with the professor. Uh, and then Nora shows up, which, you know. Hot you, as fuck, by the way. Yeah, right. Um, and so there's like a whole harem. A women yeah. with Murdoch. Yeah. And they basically use their power and like take the professor back. And they cut his dip dick off. No, no, no. They they change him into a vampire. No, no, look, I have the scene right here. <laughs> Twenty cents off the next order of wasabi. I don't even care if this annoys people. I like trolling. Yeah, we know, okay? We know. 
See what you I'll tell you what, I'll cut this out of the Patreon uh, version. You oh, okay. Get your dick ripped off. <laughs> that do not sound, sound right, does it? So, yeah. And um, he gets his dick ripped off and becomes a vampire. And becomes a vampire, that's right. And then, like, the professor, he goes over to the professor and he goes, you know, he's instantaneously down. He's like, okay, cool. Well, hey, uh, um, professor's assistant. You know, bugger off, and I guess I'm gonna hang out with all these girls, and it's yeah, yeah. and then it's become like, like big-breasted girls go to the beach and takes their tops off, <laughs> except for vampires. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not. No. Oh, hold on, let me pull up the trailer oh for it. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't you? Oh my god, me. <laughs> you know, maybe it would work if I had my computer turned on. <laughs> if you had it turned on, yeah, that might help. That might help, right? So one cool thing that happens is like. All the vampires with Murdoch uh, take off, and as they go, they all start changing into dogs and wolves. I did notice that. And I thought that was dope. That was one thing I really liked about this movie is it's not just, oh, turn into bats. Mm -hmm. Like, they can turn into cats, or they can turn into dogs or other animals. I actually have this written down for you um, on purpose. Did you ever play the... Um... Did you ever play the role-playing game Vampire the Masquerade? No. So it was kind of a game, like, it was a pen and paper game like mm -hmm. D&D, but it wasn't. It was uh, more dramatic and everything else, but it takes place in, like, a 19, well, it can take place wherever you want it, but it's supposed to take place in 1980s uh, Chicago. Oh, sick. Okay. And you actually play a vampire, and there's different vampires, and they all have different powers, right? Right. So the ones that they were would be Gangrel, and the Gangrel were cool because they didn't just turn into bats or wolves. They could turn into, like, cats. Yeah. Or like you know a swarm of locusts and stuff. Oh, that's dope. So it I just it remind me of them like wow that's kind of awesome that they had other vampire lore because vampire could turn into cats in Stragori rules. Right, right. You know they, it was mainly just like bat and wolf, but also rats and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. They had like all forms of the beast, if you will. Right, right. And it makes sense that a, a vampire would be a cat. I mean, they're they're graceful. They can get into everything. You know, they can <laughs> they could get in your house. You know, and rats too. Rats can yeah, like yeah. fit under like things. I feel like raccoons should also be on that list. Raccoons. Raccoons. Uh, Nimble little fingers. They can open locks, they, dude. Yeah, they I know. Open locks. You know, ravens. I would be. Ravens would be really cool. Ravens would be cool because you know they come in a murder. They're in a swarm, and they're black, and they look awesome. Anything, <laughs> any animal that's cool in black. So, Panthers. Hmm? Panthers. Yeah. Black Panthers. No, no, they're cool. I mean, that's that's reserved for a different movie. <laughs> Let's see. Big. Oh God! Rested. He's getting it. It's loading up now. He's actually a very slow typer. Girls, <laughs> go to the beach and take their tops off. I can't believe you've never heard of this movie. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Hopefully, yeah. this works.